0: I'm Michelle Sims, and this is The Beauty in the Mess, a community where people who crave a shift in mindset, personal growth, and connection to like-minded people come together to start rewriting their stories. Through engaging, honest, and insightful conversations, the show will help you embrace the mess to recognize the meanings and the lessons it holds and discover its hidden treasures to help you start making a mindset shift. Let's listen, learn, and reclaim who we were meant to be. Hi, friend. Welcome to The Beauty and the Mess. This episode is about Donna Brown's journey. Donna spent a lot of her life saying no to things and just sitting on the sidelines watching life pass her by. She was stuck due to a feeling of unworthiness and not being good enough. One day after hours of her kids begging her to dive off a cliff, she said yes because she didn't want to have one more regret in life. She came back out of the water with her fist high in the air yelling, I did it, I did it, And in that moment, her sense of pride, courageousness, and confidence made an instant and life-changing mindset shift. She learned there was a different way to be. She calls it her leap in fabulous. Hi, I'm Michelle Sims, your host. I'm just a regular person who, along with my family, have had our share of messes that we too have had to overcome. Along the way, I got curious as to how others get through their messes and even triumph over them. Maybe there's a better way, a faster way... Maybe we can accelerate our journeys by learning from someone else. That started my pursuit. I think we can all learn from each other through the sharing of experiences, lessons, and knowledge. So join me for episode 23 of The Beauty in the Mess called Take a Leap and Fabulous with Donna Brown. Donna is an intuitive energy coach, a Reiki master, a teacher, an inspiring speaker, a crystal expert, and a number one best-selling author. Donna guides women who have put their dreams on the back burner while taking care of everyone else and are now ready to focus on themselves. Together, they dust off their dreams, align them with who they currently are, uncover and discover what the next chapter looks like, and create the path to fulfillment and joy. She often supports empty nesters as she knows that space quite well. So without further ado, let's dive right into today's conversation. Hi, Donna. Welcome to the Beauty and the Mess. It's wonderful to have you today.
1: Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here and chat with you today. Thank you. Now, I know
0: you're an energy coach and an entrepreneur and a published bestselling author, but I was wondering if you could tell us some of your backstory,
1: like how did you get to where you are today? Thank you for asking. So it, it took me leaping off a cliff to get where I am today. And it started, I had been a stay-at-home mom and was happy to be home with my kids and raise them and really wasn't certain what was next for me as they became independent. And then my youngest one went off to college and I mean that happened more recently, but I really didn't know what was next because I left college before graduating. And I made that story mean that I was not smart and it kept me playing small for over 30 years. And I said no to a lot of things in my life. And we were on a family vacation in 2014 on the coast and my kids were cliff jumping because the conditions were ideal and they wanted me to join. And I said, no, 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 I'll be your photographer. And I sat on the other side of the ledge and I took their pictures for two hours. And my daughter kept asking and I kept saying no. And she finally said with about 30 minutes of safety left because the tide was going out. She said, mom, it's really not that scary. Come jump with us. And I thought, if I leave here without jumping, I am going to regret it. And I do not want one more regret in my life. So I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And I got up and I made my way around the edge of the cliff and I stood there with my toes dangling over, scared to death, hyperventilating. And my husband's in the kayak in the water for safety. And he said, you better go quickly. The tide's going out. And I went, okay. Oh, and by the way, there's a giant rock right in front of you. Jump out as far as you can. Oh, <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> Okay. 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 So I took a deep breath and I jumped terrified. And I came out of the water, fist in the air, screaming, I did it. And it was this instant shift. I came out of the water and I felt like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. I did it. I'm so proud of myself. Oh my gosh, I did it. And it allowed me to feel confident and courageous. And I was so proud of myself. And I began to say yes to every opportunity I was drawn to. Wow. So we finished our vacation. Two weeks later, I had already arranged to attend a one day workshop with a woman who some of my friends knew and the woman who was leading it is Kate. Kate is the publisher of several of the books that I've written and she was my first coach. And that day I learned there was a different way to be.
0: That's amazing.
1: Just the beginning of the little spark of it. And then we started to work together. I attended workshops and I realized that I didn't have to stay where I was, that I could do anything I wanted to do. Now that took time before I fully embodied that, but it was this glimmer of hope that there was something else out there for me. And I just kept saying yes and yes and yes again and yes again. And so now This book, we're going to talk about the book launch that I'm involved in on Wednesday. This is the sixth book that I will be published in. They've all been co-authored books. I have written six chapters in six different books, and I am an energy healer and coach. I'm an intuitive and energy intuitive, where I lead energetic alignment sessions. I'm a speaker. I'm a crystal expert, and... There's so many pieces that I have been so drawn to, and it has completely changed my life.
0: Isn't it amazing if you think back that jumping off a cliff is was the trigger for all of this mindset shift, which, I mean, you would never have guessed that, I'm sure, in a million years. So
1: the only reason I jumped off the cliff was because I didn't want regret in my life. And you are absolutely correct. There is no way I could have ever visualized what has become from that leap. And I call it my leap into fabulous because truly my life is nothing like I ever had expected it to be. And it is so much better.
0: So do you think that it was that jump just made you realize
1: that you are courageous? Do you think that was the piece of it? Well, it was definitely a piece. It was because I had the courage to do that. And I said yes to that. It was like this light bulb moment. Well, if I can do that, what else can I do? That's wonderful. Yeah. And I just kept saying, yes, if it was anything, because I had said no for so long, I just, I wanted to be part of life in the bigger picture. I didn't want to sit on the sidelines anymore. And if it aligned, if it felt good for me, then I said, yes. And I rely on my body to give me the answers now that I didn't understand that in the beginning either. I mean, now that I understand vibration and energetics and the whole bit, it's about relying on my body to tell me what is right, what feels right for me. And you're talking about like your physical
0: reaction to it?
1: Yes. So I get a feeling if something's right for me, typically my body gives me full body chills. Like I get that tingly sensation. It's like, oh my gosh, this is exciting. That feel right. And if it's a no, it tenses up and I get sort of this negative feeling when I know that that's definitely not right for me. Exactly.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. As you move forward with these books, you said you've done six books. How did you even
1: connect with becoming an author? Where did that materialize? So I had mentioned Kate. She was the woman I had met at the retreat, and she was hosting a one-day retreat where she was sharing things that she had learned along the way. And at that event, she talked about an upcoming opportunity to work with her. She was launching a book, and women were going to be able to share their stories. And I'm like, no, I don't have anything to share. I've got nothing to share. Clearly, I was wrong. But I was so stuck in the feeling of unworthiness and not good enough. And I don't have anything to say. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. I had a really low self-esteem at that point. And I had a very long conversation with her. And she said, you have a lot to offer. And imagine if you read something written by someone who had been where you were. Don't you think that would have made you feel better to know that you weren't alone? And I thought, that is exactly right. And so I said yes to that first book because that I'd already ex- started to experience some shifts in my life. And I thought, if I can impact just one person, then the anxiety I have over sharing my story will be worth it. So we went through the whole process. There were 20 of us. I believe there were 20 authors in that book. We shared our stories. A friend of mine bought 10 or so for her group of women and a couple of weeks later, I received an email that said, I just read your story. And when I saw that we were from the same town, I knew I needed to reach out to you to talk about you being my coach. Oh wow. And I thought, oh my gosh, it was, it was so overwhelming. I was so filled with gratitude. I am pretty sure I just fell to the ground and started crying because I had had a lot of anxiety about sharing that first part of my story. And here was that one person that I reached that needed to hear it. Wow. And that was such a turning point for me because she became my first coaching client and we are still connected. And my life has just continued to to evolve in the most amazing ways. So had you already prepared to be a coach when this happened? Or did
0: this actually start the whole coaching aspect?
1: So 2016 was a huge year of growth for me. During that year, I became certified as a coach because that was part of the plan.
0: Okay. That's what I was wondering, if that triggered it or if you already had planned that out.
1: No, I had already become a coach, but I didn't have any clients yet. Okay. So she was my first client. I became certified in Reiki and I wrote that first chapter. So that was a really big year for me in 2016. And it just continued to evolve and grow.
0: Wow. That's an amazing story. So have you had similar experiences with your other book launches? I mean, where people reach out to you and it leads to something unexpected or something wonderful?
1: Absolutely. And each one is different, but I've had opportunities like this. People invite me on their podcasts. I've done television interviews. Oh, wow. I've been asked to speak. I've been asked to speak publicly and in private groups, and it has completely changed my life.
0: Oh, I imagine. I think we're all here for a purpose. And when you can impact other people and change their journey for the better, There's nothing better than that.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, 100%. And it's also given me more self-confidence. I mean, I used to walk around and not say anything and not speak up. And even in group settings, not participate, I'd listen and sit in the back. And now I raise my hand (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like I've learned so much and I want to share that with others so that they don't feel like they're alone. So they don't feel like they can't say yes to things. That's awesome.
0: So I know you and I have talked a little bit offline, but about the feeling of vulnerability. So how do you overcome that feeling of making yourself? I know that you know you're helping other people and that's a huge part of it, but how do you overcome that to share pieces of yourself with the world,
1: really? Well, that's tricky because it it is a balance. So off air, you and I were talking a little bit about this chapter that I wrote for this book, Right. and the book is called Dear Younger Self, and it was letters to our younger selves. And each of the authors all had a different way of interpreting what that meant. So my letter is to my teenage self, and that was a tough time for me. And I had never shared any of this before. I mean, the other chapters I wrote were what I've accomplished sort of in the last 10 years or so, and I've never gone back to that space in my life. And it was challenging for me to write that chapter because it brought up a lot of the teenage angst and the vulnerability and the awkwardness. And I started to relive all of those memories. And it was really hard for me. But again, I knew that it was something that needed to be shared because if I had read something like that, I would have felt better about myself to know that I wasn't the only one going through it.
0: Yeah. And I think the other piece of that is that we can all learn from other people and it quickens our journey. That's part of what the beauty in the mess is about. But, you know, we learn from other people, whether we've had that experience or not. So if you can imagine young women or young people reading your story and you may be the cliff jump for that person where it just changes their life because they look at something in a different way or experience it through you or know that they don't have to go through as many struggles.
1: Well, that's absolutely right. And I use the analogy of leaping from a cliff and you know, that cliff can be anything. It's any difficult decision that you're making when you're walking toward or away from something. And the cliff appears when the pain of staying where you are is greater than the fear of taking that leap. So The leap to saying yes to a relationship, to a new opportunity, to moving, its anything in your life, and it could be something small or large decision, a major decision. And we all have different paths, but we all face these crossroads when we have to make a decision. Right. And that's when we take that leap.
0: Absolutely. The definition of courageous is being afraid and doing it anyway. And you are obviously (laughs) courageous. I don't know that I could jump off a cliff, but- never been put in that situation, I
1: guess. Well, it's funny. We returned to that location not long ago, and I stood there and thought, I'm not really sure I could do that again. So. <laughs> that's funny. So I'm glad I did it once, but I don't know that I need to do it again. <laughs> there you go. And maybe that's
0: the point that you don't need to do it again. Exactly. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So is there anything that we haven't touched on that you would want to make sure that listeners hear?
1: Just, I want to encourage people to say yes to the things that bring you joy. I mean, I feel like sometimes we're waiting for something. We're waiting for someone to give us permission. We're waiting for the exact right moment. And oftentimes neither of those happen. And it's important to honor ourselves and do what makes us happy honor our own unique, what drives us, what fills our cup to just follow that path, to seek love, start with loving yourself. That's where it starts. And then just do whatever makes you happy.
0: So that's an interesting point that you brought up a self-love. So if someone's struggling with self-love, what would you recommend the first step that they take to start honoring themselves?
1: Oh, that's hard because I've been there and I understand that space. So I took this workshop and we were told to look in the mirror every night and tell ourselves, I love you as though you're telling it to the love of your life. Not like I love you, but really, I love you because we're so often so hard on ourselves. And if we don't fill ourselves up first, then we don't have enough to give to anyone else, especially as women and mothers and nurturers. We have to fill our own cup first. And it starts with loving ourselves. And so anyone listening, I encourage you as awkward as it may seem to look in the mirror tonight before you go to bed and every night and say, I love you like you mean it with your whole heart. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had a coworker,
0: a male, tell me that a friend of mine, because I struggle, I've struggled over my life with that self-love piece, if I want to be honest, And he told me that he's like, you need, I guess he does it. You need to look in the mirror every day and tell yourself, and it sounds silly in a way. I mean, for me, it did. Is like, tell myself I love myself, but when you start doing it, it does start to shift your mindset. I mean, you start looking at yourself a little bit differently and then it starts growing, I think. And I'm not as good at looking in the mirror and saying it, but just when I do something that I feel good about or that I'm grateful for later that I did it. I say, oh, I love me. And my kids laugh, but it's just part of that learning to be grateful for yourself, I guess. But it is a shift.
1: It is a shift. And I think also for someone else to love you, you have to be lovable. And if you don't already love yourself, it makes it harder for other people to love you because I feel like it puts up a wall between us and others. So it's just a very interesting exercise and it doesn't cost a thing.
0: Oh, I think it's a wonderful exercise. Yeah.
1: Agreed. And the only thing it can do is make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. And a lot
0: of us give to other people emotionally and caretaking or whatever, but we don't take the time to give back to ourselves. And like you said, it leaves a void, I think and it is very important. And that's a wonderful exercise to institute.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we are easy to give away to other people and to put others before ourselves. And this is a way to really honor who we are and to take care of ourselves so that we have enough to take care of everyone else in our lives.
0: Exactly. It's kind of like the oxygen mask scenario where if you're on a plane if you don't put your mask on first you won't be able to help anyone else
1: that's exactly right
0: well i thank you for being on here today i loved hearing your story and just to touch on your book you have 30 co-authors correct
1: dear younger self right there are 30 authors and this is the first book that has a male all the other books were all female and the male author in this book is actually the son of one of my co-authors oh wow So it's really exciting. I haven't read his chapter yet and uh, I'm really excited for him to be able to experience this as well. That Uh, is exciting, yeah. And for anyone listening and you're thinking you don't have a story to tell, I'm gonna tell you, yes, you do. So it's an amazing feeling to share your life's experiences even if you do it only for yourself to write it out and to really look back on your life and the good, the bad and all of it. There's so much there and there's so much we can learn from our own experiences and relationships. And it's interesting to have that in a rear view and to review.
0: I think that is important. And I've had several guests lately that talk about doing a life inventory. When you think you haven't accomplished anything or you think I have nothing to share. If you go back and you just list all the things you've been through or all the things you've accomplished, no matter how big or how small they're all saying you would be absolutely amazed, all of us, at what you've actually overcome or achieved in your lifetime. So like you said, we all have something to share.
1: Yeah. And I've done that exercise and it was really very powerful to see all that I've accomplished. Oh,
0: wow. So do you keep it and keep adding to it? (laughs) Have you done that?
1: You know, that's a great idea. I have to find where I wrote it because it was on a group call and we were given 15 minutes to write everything that we accomplished. And I have to figure out which notebook it's in because I want to create a living that to be a living document so that I can keep adding to it. Yeah. So thank you for that reminder.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. Well, as far as the book, it's launching this Wednesday, correct?
1: Her book launches Wednesday. Okay. So that'll be the first day it's available starting as soon as you wake up. I will share the link with you. If you want to share it with your listeners, that would be great. Absolutely. I'll put it
0: in the show notes. And also if people want to contact you or reach out to you, what's the best way? And I'll put it in the show notes also.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. You can email me at Donna at com. And my website is DonnaBrownDesigns.com. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.
0: I've enjoyed talking to you. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. I love talking with you as well. Best wishes on your book launch.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: As we wrap up today's episode, I hope Donna sharing her journey has helped you in some way. I really enjoyed talking with Donna. A couple of things stood out to me through our conversation. Obviously, Donna's jump off the cliff that ultimately changed the course of her life is absolutely amazing to me. Not only because that one action changed her life forever, but because it changed it in an instant, and it changed it in the best way. Her telling that event will stay with me forever, I think. Secondly, Donna is a big believer in learning to love yourself, and she talks about the mirror work as a huge part of that. I believe mirror work and the things you say to yourself can have a huge impact on your life as well. But it will take more than one time, of course. It's a constant and consistent effort that will yield the results you want. Lastly, the book that Donna wrote the chapter in, Dear Younger Self, is so impactful. What would you say to your younger self if you could? I look forward to reading all of the stories in this book. As always, I hope this episode helps at least one person. And with that, I hope you have a blessed week, my friend. Thank you for listening to The Beauty in the Mess. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas you would like to hear about, or you think you would be a great guest on the show, you can reach me directly at com. Thanks for listening.